In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Today, we honor the heroes of the cannabis airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Podcasters. everyone thanks for joining us and welcome back we have another great show in store for you lucy rose aka lit and jared mason aka lucid are here to talk about their show lit and lucid lucy and jared welcome to the show thank you thanks for having us we don't get the opportunity to be on a lot of other podcasts so thanks for doing it. this is fun it's got to be weird being on the other side of it i'm really glad that you could join us I normally jump right into your podcast, but you guys have such interesting backstories that I thought we'd take a minute before we talked about your podcast to talk about what got you here, whether it was in Lucy's case, yoga, or in Jared's case, ADHD, drove you to cannabis. Maybe we'll start with Lucy. How did you get to cannabis from yoga? <laughs> yeah, well, I came to cannabis first and then yoga. In college, I was always the type A personality, like, I don't know, like super kind of OCD, just like really structured and had to get everything done right and right away. And I realized my last year of college, I actually got to smoke weed on 420 back in the Boulder Quad when that was like actually a thing. And it was just a <laughs> mind changing experience for me, the culture, and it was just so cool. And I just started consuming cannabis after that. And I realized it kind of brought me down a little bit, it chilled me out, made me a little bit happier, a little bit easier to be around. And I lived in D.C. <laughs> like it's expensive <laughs> to live out there. And what I started realizing after I did my teacher training and Atma Yoga, I just realized that there was a greater mind body connection that I had within myself when I would consume cannabis and do yoga together. So I thought, what a better way to bring those two things together than offer cannabis yoga to people. And that was back in 2017. People really loved it. I never came about it as, okay, let's just all go get high and then do yoga. It was always right. a very integrated situation where we would mindfully consume and really reflect upon our consumption and maybe only take one or two hits before we did our yoga practice and really just reflected on how was that cannabis working in your body to create this whole mind-body experience. And then I met Jared and we started a podcast. <laughs> Jared, what about you? So in my early 20s, I was diagnosed with you know adult onset ADHD and they put me on some pharmaceutical drugs and I quickly realized on the pharmaceutical drugs that they were terrible. They made me worse. They like literally made me worse. And I thought, you know, this is no way to, to look at the next 50, 60 years of my life as being on some type of pharmaceutical drug. And so I realized pretty quickly, I need to find a better way to approach this and a better way to work with it for the rest of my life. And that's where at the time I actually switched my major of psychology just to understand the brain more. And simply that was my focus. And I studied at CSU Pueblo, and then we had Sue Sisley come to our university. And long story short, they ended up forming the Institute of Cannabis Research at CSU Pueblo, and they formed a neuroscience department. I got invited personally over from the psychology department to help form this multidisciplinary research group with uh, Dr. Jeff Smith. And 
And what I learned there was that CBD and cannabis has a ton of potential, you know, not just ADHD, but a lot of other mental health disorders. And realized that my anti-drug attitude before my introduction to cannabis was probably mostly based on propaganda. And so I made it one of my life goals to share this knowledge I learned about CBD and cannabis with the rest of the world and try to help other people live a, a life where they weren't dependent on pharmaceutical drugs for the rest of their life. It doesn't really matter how you got here. It's the fact that you're here and you're sharing that knowledge with the rest of the world with your podcast, which your podcast is interesting because you sort of are in two camps. It's like you got one foot in the cannabis culture camp and then the other foot's kind of in the cannabis corporate. And, and that's tricky because those two groups don't always see eye to eye. How do you bridge that gap? Well, I mean, that's Jared and Lucy, right? It's like lit yeah. and lucid. And so that's where the name started was I'm a little bit more lit and Jared's a little bit more lucid, but there's a balance. And that's what we've always strived to do with our podcast is to find the balance. Whatever the topic might be, I might bring a different perspective, Jared will, as well as our guests. And we just try to sort through all of that and just come to some sort of balance with the topics. And that's what's really cool because it is hard to explain to people like, well, who do you specifically talk to on our podcast? I'm like, well, we've talked to a lot of different people about a lot of different things, but it's made us more well-balanced. We have different understandings of the culture as well as corporate America and cannabis and small right, businesses right. and entrepreneurs and things like that. So I think it's made us more well-rounded. And that's what we hope for our listeners is it brings them a little bit more balance too and understanding the breadth of what this industry really is. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, when I left the university, I started working at Los Sueños Farms down in Pueblo, one of the largest outdoor cultivations in the world. And um, I was working in sales. And so I always had this saying I used before everybody else coined it. But I would one day be working with somebody who was had been growing in their basement or had been growing in the black market for 20 years. And that was a legacy versus somebody who just graduated from Harvard with an MBA. And they're trying to start a cannabis business with an angle of they understand finance and investments. And so I constantly I had to work with both of these people and try to have conversations with them and fit their needs and everything. And, and that's really where the podcast came about was just these conversations we were having with everybody were so interesting because the stigma that's around cannabis, you think that everybody's a stoner and really even a lot of these like legacy farmers and stuff, they're not really stoners. They have right. a purpose. Right. They really believe in the plant. Uh, they're really like, they're like biology fiends. They understand plant biology and cultivation better than a lot of these kids I was seeing coming out of college. And and the other side was that in a regulated industry, there's a ton of business acumen you have to have just to stay afloat with regu regulations and investments. And it's extremely expensive to run a cannabis business. So the other side with having somebody with a Harvard MBA to help you know, your company compete, not just an individual state by state basis, but as a multi-state operator, I could see why that's important too. And so that's where kind of the podcast came around was like, we can showcase both of these sides because they're both necessary. And I think ultimately... What we want is the, the two to work together, because if we can merge the two goals together and, the, and we really need both sides, regardless, you know, these multinational corporate companies are having to hire these legacy farmers to help grow, you know, high quality cannabis. And the, the legacy farmers almost need a little bit of that, the business kind of admin support and the financial support and the marketing support and the branding to help them go to market and sustain a multi-state brand or even just to compete yeah. in some of these current markets. You both make a lot of good points there because the tent needs to be big enough for everybody to fit. And sometimes 
you have to show both sides of the topic. And that's where I think you guys do a great job. One of your guests who really fits that mold is uh, Jim Belushi. I have a clip from the show, which was a great show. I think it was your 100th episode. That was an uh, yeah, it was an awesome episode. Let me play the clip and then we can talk about that. You know, and I think Blues Brothers is the only brand that's coming out because it's, it truly is a 40-year-old brand. Right. And, and, and what that brand represents emotionally to people it speaks to them, mm-hmm. and and what it represents is music and that joy of your body feeling the resonance of that music, and the fun from in the movie was so fun and funny, and also a mission from God. That's classic, but it does show you. He, he he talked about having to get the rights, work through everything to get the rights, and you think, yeah, how simple is it to get a, a strain named after the Blues Brothers or a, a brand named after the Blues Brothers? But there's a lot involved, and you can't just go in there with, hey, it's a good idea, let's just do it. No, there's a lot more to it. You guys did a great job dissecting that during that interview. I really enjoyed it. Well, I think he's a great purveyor of the industry, and that's where me working at a cultivation and kind of seeing how difficult it is and people mess up and there's mistakes that are made and there's also learning experiences and there's a lot of joy and he showcases the culture. It's not like a, like people with a degrees in cultivation there. It's some just normal folks like you would see at a regular cultivation. And so I love his show that it shows the reality. It does show both sides and he's pretty open about you know everything in the cannabis industry. I think Jim absolutely is a, is a great representation of the merger of you know the commercialization and the corporate side of you know things and, and also the culture. And yeah, so I think he's like a living representation of our ultimate goal is just for people to understand that it is a regulated business. I think it should be taken seriously on some levels uh, because people do depend on this for healing and medicine and and for a better way of life. And at the other side, we should have fun. Cannabis is a fun compound and you should have fun with it. And there should be the aspects of culture tied into it as well. We don't have a lot of time left, but you have a digital marketing company, and I know you work with a lot of cannabis companies. We always usually end the show with some advice for aspiring podcasters, but I thought maybe we'd take a different route today and give some advice for maybe a cannabis company that's thinking about adding a podcast to extend their reach. Do you have any guidance for this group of what it, what they should be thinking about if or if it's a good idea to add a branded podcast? Yeah, I think there's a lot of focus on brands right now. And, and as like the next stage of cannabis is going to be more focused on the consumer packaged goods and look more liquor or something. And there's a ton of focus on brands and liquor. I think that's ultimately why we formed You Digital was just to help these small businesses fix up the brand, have all the, the basic pieces they need to compete in the market against these large marketing budgets that are going to start flooding into the industry. And with that, though, with any brand, you have to be authentic. And I think just having a podcast where you can share some of that authenticity back with your customers, like they're going to dig that because what a lot of these cannabis consumers look for is the culture. They want to feel like they're part of something. They want to experience it. Yeah, I think that's good advice. What were you going to say, Lucy? Uh, I was going to say the same. Keep it authentic and make sure you have an actual plan. Don't just throw a podcast up because it's going to be good for SEO and like boosting your numbers. You really have a plan and a purpose behind your messaging. 
I know we just had a cultivator on our show a couple weeks ago from one of the top brands in California. And he was so authentic and shared so much amazing stuff that I guarantee you nobody who follows that brand and they've got a big following would even know about. Those are the little tidbits that like if they put that person out on the forefront and started sharing his stories, people would be even more so stoked about this brand. So find those little gems in your company and focus on those and just make sure you have an actual purpose behind sharing the podcast. But I know Jaren and I started the podcast and we started it because Gary V said, go out and start a podcast and we did it. So just do it. <laughs> That's great. Gary V, he's, he's got more people started in the podcast business. Well, you can check out a new episode of Lit and Lucid every week on all major podcast sites, including PodConnects. Guys, this was fun. I really enjoyed getting to know you guys. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, this was so fun. Thanks for having us. Well, like we started with, this is a rare opportunity for us, so we really appreciate it. And and uh, there's a lot of stories left to share. So definitely uh, tune into Lit and Lucid. And, and we're always bringing on new people every week with some incredible stories to share. And usually there's some knowledge that gets dropped where somebody says, I've never shared this with <laughs> anybody else. So you might learn something new about somebody every week. It's fun. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one toke at a time.